I love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, comedian Shan Carr, and Gay Desert Guides, Brad Fur. So how's everybody doing in their various locales, comedian oh. Shan Carr? Look at you in your sweater. I got my Christmas sweater on. Or lumberjacking. You could lumberjack in that. Or token lesbian. You know, all of those things qualify. So I'll take it. I'm feeling warm and fuzzy and ready to go. How about you, Brad? Um, I'm doing okay. You know, Harry Styles and crew have left our neighborhood, and it's gotten so quiet. We had the whole filming crew for Don't Worry Darling here, $25 million Warner Brothers picture, and they've been shooting throughout South Palm Canyon area, throughout the city. They were at the Kaufman Estate. So um, it's, been, it's been really fun, and we got to, like, sneak and see the cars rushing by and this great chase scene that they did over the weekend. Uh, and now it's all gone, and it looks like they were never here. Aww. So that's what I got going on. It's quiet, and of course we're in sequestered mode, so it's even more quiet. Yeah, very quiet. Tumbleweeds uh, going across arenas. It's uh, it's amazing. Yeah. But we do have a lot of really cool guests. Uh, that guests yeah, from the desk of Shankar, we have guests. Who do we have today? <laughs> Is that how I wrote it? Uh, no, we've how got Doctor. Said it. We've got Dr. Laura Rush again, and with everything coming, the vaccine's coming, and all kinds of new little apps to track, and I figure we'll get to talk about a lot of that stuff. Also, uh, Nino from the Standard Magazine um, in Palm Springs, he's got a glossy, you know, year in review kind of issue coming out this time, and then Dr. Jill Gover, who had previously been at the LGBT Center and now is at the Desert AIDS Project, and Carly Jacobs is our first youth interview. She is at UC San Bernardino out there in Palm Desert. So excited to talk to her about what's going on. And then to keep things lively all the way at the end, he's like four cups of coffee. We've got Alexander Rodriguez from On The Rocks radio show and many, many other things. He's like four cups of coffee and four shots of tequila. You're right. You're right. Depending on if it's morning, noon, or night. Yes. Well, I just saw our staffer, Nick Alexander, posted his first picture from being in London now. And he had a cup of coffee. And every other picture has a martini in it. So I asked him if it was a an English tea teeny. And he was like, no, just coffee. You know, <laughs> you just called him Nick Alexander. Oh, Nick Nick Singleton. Oh, yeah. It's early. Why do we do this show at 8 a.m.? I'd like I to know. I don't know. I, we may have you to You know what we this. need is we need a little touch of Britain right here. It's Marmite. I bought Oh, mm. you must have gotten that for your mommy. Yes, I put Marmite on toast and delivered it at uh, with some tea at her um, maximum security twilight home for the permanently bewildered that she's at. <laughs> and stole that from Dame Edna, which is a I great know. description. But yeah, so she had Marmite on toast with a nice spot of tea. Oh, that's the that's best so... you can do during the pandemic. I know, I know. It is. My mom has been in a slump the last few days, just feeling lonely and bored and disoriented and doesn't know what day it was. On Thanksgiving, I called her, and she was like, what do you mean? It's Thanksgiving today? Mm-hmm. And she's not. She doesn't have dementia. She yeah. is just like the rest of us. I, I don't know when it's Wednesday or Thursday. The only reason we know it's Thursday is that we record this podcast on Thursday. It helps to have one regular thing to check in with. Yeah. Shall we go through our sponsors today? 
Please yes. tell us all about them. Uh, uh, we are sponsored in part by Tori Nissan in La Quinta. The Gay Desert Guide Mobile is uh, getting its final rear end uh, repairs today and tomorrow. And, um, and it'll be a naked rear end at that because the, uh, the, the wrap done by our friends at Desert Wraps uh, has to be redone. So um, right now it's got a rubber baby buggy bumper. See, I, say, I can say that this early in the morning. Tori Nissan and La Quinta, if you're looking to buy a new or used car, see Bob Bailey at Tori Nissan. And our other sponsors today, every small business in the Coachella Valley, every small business that's hurting, that needs our dollars, our kindness, uh, just going in and saying hi to them, even at 20% capacity, um, we should be doing whatever we can to support local, um, stop the Amazon packages and, uh, and buy local and go see your local uh, restaurateur who's doing carryout. I got Black Book last night. They just reopened with uh, carryout. And then go visit all the other stores throughout the Valley that need our assistance and need our help during this time. As we wind down 2020, we are joined by the guy who is gonna take us through the wreckage with his latest edition of the standardps.com, the standard magazine editor and creator, Nino Eilitz is with us in a Santa hat. Of course, I'm trying to be jovial and, you know, looking up to looking forward to next year, 2021, which is going to be much better than this one. Do you have it anything doesn't bratty? have a high bar. Do you have anything bratty that you wish you could do next year? Everything. You know me. I, everything I do is bratty. You know that. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Actually, I was looking through your... Uh, year in review magazine. I talked to you a little bit yesterday, and uh, last year I had that crazy onesie uh, uh, pajamas, right. two Christmas hats hanging yes. off my boobs. I was like, how did I not make the year in review? Well, you know what happens is those photos are sent to me by Mr. Lee. Oh, and, those are um, David A. Lee. Yes, yeah, so okay. uh, the ones that are in there, I, we, put, we put, but then, you know, who's to say that next month I might not do it again? Do another uh, holiday uh, photo rewind, you know? That's, oh, my Lord. Well, no, I'm only heckling you because it's preposterous. <laughs> and I thought there was a chance that it was not quite classy enough for your very upscale. Oh, come on. You know <laughs> Wow, me. Shan, maybe you should take it to the <laughs> Supreme Court. Oh my God, I'm going to. That is a fabulous idea. If they'll get you into the retroactive uh, yeah, yeah, version yeah. of the right. standard PS, you're in review. We, uh, we are also joined on the grid by uh, one of our dearest friends and favorite people who we need very desperately right now. It's Dr. Laura Rush. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I, I feel like I Paul Lynn today. I'm in the center square. Ooh, <laughs> oh, depends on where you are. <laughs> well, and you're almost as snarky. You're pretty good on your Facebook page, man. You could yeah. be Paul Lynn. I'm getting a little jaded as I age. <laughs> well, through all this, we get a little jaded because we've got people out there that are just being complete idiots still, obviously. Yes. Oh, yeah. The sheriff included, right? The oh, sheriff included. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, he said that the sheriff's department will not be enforcing mask rules and whatever other things come with this lockdown, which businesses being open when they shouldn't be open, et cetera. Yeah. Now, if there is a, if there is a, uh, a vaccine for stupidity, 
would it be the Moderna vaccine or the Pfizer vaccine that we could give him? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, It'd be called the Dodarta. Yeah. Like I said, um, he'd probably he'd probably decline the two if he had the option. Right. So. What, what's happening in the medical world, Laura? So you know we're. Out here in Coachella, the numbers don't look as bad as they do in the rest of Riverside County. But that being said, they're still pretty awful. They're higher than where we were, you know, over the summer when we were starting to peak over the summer. Um, the bigger issue is that the hospital beds are filling up all across yeah. the county, um, especially out here in Coachella. I think we had, I was looking at the numbers we had, you know, we're up to about 125, um, I think, ICU you know, beds taken up across the, our only three hospitals, which is not a lot. And that's a huge increase from just a week ago where it's only 96. So we're seeing a big increase in hospitalizations. Again, the issue is beds becoming available. I have friends on social media that are ER docs that are posting, you know, the ERs are holding on to patients that should be in the ICU, which is why you're sitting in the ER for hours and hours and hours because mm. they can't even get you into the, into the ER because they still have patients that should be admitted, but there's no place to go, no place to put these patients. So staying out of the hospital is, is, is key because they're filling up and there's nothing we can do. Even though we're taking better care of the patients and mortality of, from COVID is low, it's still there in the hospital for, for days and days and days, and it, it causes a huge backlog. So it's doing the best you can to avoid being put in that situation. I, I don't know that there's an end in sight. There's, you know, the curve is going up everywhere. Even, you know, when the governor is saying, and we, we don't even see anything close to when this law, the line that's gonna start to flatten out here. It's every yeah. day is, is a new increase in the number of new cases. So it's pretty frightening. And we're coming into a couple of weeks away from people start traveling for the holidays. And, you know, my parents are supposed to be out here with me. They usually come right before yeah. Thanksgiving and they couldn't. And now they're wrapping up what they need to do back on the East Coast. And I've said, I, I cannot have you out here and flying right now. The issue is not the plane. The issue is the airports and, mm -hmm. and the exposure. So they're, I'm like, stay home. And I'm forcing them to do what, what needs to be done, which is stay home. And yeah. I would love to have my family here with me at the holidays, but it's not reasonable and it's not safe. It's and, called being responsible. Yeah. Nobody else seems to be on board with that. There's, I see people traveling, people making plans and... I, I know. We all have COVID fatigue. We all have it. Yeah. I, I get yeah. it. I get Everybody it. Everybody has it, but aren't we about to see the two-week bump from Thanksgiving hit right up across the face yeah. right now? Yeah. We'll probably yeah. start seeing a big spike in those numbers next week when when it comes down. I'm I'm Good. seeing an increase in the number of patients that are coming in that uh, have URI upper respiratory symptoms. We've had a couple sneak past that, you know, claim there's nothing wrong and they come in, they're coughing, they're coughing in the office. I'm like, you know, we need to send you down for COVID test. I can't have you in here exposing other patients and yeah. stuff. And, and people are frustrated. Uh, patients are frustrated. They want to be seen for everything else that they need to be seen for. And, and they're emailing and they're calling. And there's just such a huge backlog now because people haven't been seen all year long Yeah. that, you know, yeah. tempers are flaring and people are getting frustrated and, and they're getting just fed up with the whole thing. And God, you know, getting the vaccine out is going to be the best thing we can do if we could just start getting people to just be able to be inoculated and vaccinated and immune to this thing. Uh, but soon we've got a few weeks. Let's talk all of us a little bit about the California Notify app on your phone. Yeah. Right. What do you, Nina, where does that hit you? <sighs> You know, I, 
it, it, you know, you have uh, uh, mixed feelings about it. I think, you know, it, it, obviously it's important. I think it's it, it's a it's a good thing, but then again, it's 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 a, another Big Brother thing. I look at it as, you know, and those and, are the first two words that come to your mind too. Yeah, yeah. want to embrace yeah. it. Yeah, totally I felt bad because I didn't get a notification. Everybody was on Facebook. Oh, I got a notification. I got a, yeah. and I got nothing. And I thought, what about me? Don't yeah. I get you to turned, get you turned it off. By Gavin Newsom? <laughs> uh, let's let's show John where to turn on that. <laughs> I, I thought it was another abducted child. I was kind of stunned. right. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought it was. You know, in a champagne in a champagne Toyota Corolla. Mm -hmm. License plate yeah. five. It's always a Toyota Corolla, isn't it? <laughs> Sometimes a Camry. <laughs> hey, did you happen to see what happened on um, on Rachel last night? They did a thing about, and it's kind of a nasty subject, but I think of Shan when I think of raw sewerage. Um, <laughs> oh my God, you're a brat. <laughs> no, because Shan, Shan has a, a proximity to our wastewater treatment plant. I and sometimes it. if the winds are right, she has to say, it isn't me. Um, mm -hmm. But they had a, 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 a big uh, waste treatment plant in Boston, Deer Island, that does all of the Boston area's waste treatment. And they were saying that they have a snapshot like a week in advance of how many COVID cases are going to be, uh, you know. Yeah. By showing up in the water because yeah. of the wastewater. Yep. Yeah, really. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. yeah, that was that actually that started a while. But right, they have been saying that a while. They've been able to find that. They found it in some college dormitories, etc. So that's great technology. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't want to be running the tests, but a shitty job. Shitty, <laughs> shitty <laughs> oh my God, Nito, tell us something happy from the magazine. You got a well, lot of uh, contributors on this uh, episode. Well, yeah, basically, what, what we did uh, this month was go back, revisit some of the uh, interesting articles uh, from the magazine, and put excerpts from each of those. Um, a couple that come to mind is uh, we we highlighted and we interviewed uh, the first. Uh, exclusively transgender modeling agency yeah i saw uh, that it, it, it's pretty interesting on, on, and obviously they they can't say they only accept transgender clientele but it's known you know that's their feature uh, yeah that's their thing and I, and I thought that was really cool um another thing that we did was uh one of the other articles another one of the other months was uh we talked about how resilient our community is in regards to celebrating pride and that came in our June edition, mm -hmm. and we did everything we could to 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 make sure that we still celebrated, which was important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it's important though that we did that. Yeah. Um, also, I did a uh, we did a, a bit a bit on the um, uh, on the show must go on, obviously for for theater, from Broadway to the Coachella Valley. We interviewed several of the. Um, uh, directors here in the valley on how they plan on working on getting the show going and maintaining revenue and all these sort of things that obviously everybody's going through right now i see you did a feature on pamela means too yes yeah this, how did you this find her um i have a really good source out of uh new york who okay. sends me stuff constantly and we talk and uh i have a guy that works directly with them that does some interviews for some of the um some of the uh talent so to speak and um she, he sent me this and he said well, do you think you could use this i said yes <laughs> she, she submitted to the film that i did for pride in november oh wow and 
She is so funny and so smart. She's a yeah. singer, but her music is pointed and political, yeah. and it speaks mostly mm. to yeah. underserved and underprivileged and violence and gun, gun stuff. She exactly, but exactly. funny and beautiful. Yeah. Like with that whole folk singer, I've yeah. got a guitar with hair that's this big and like, exactly, she, exactly. Because we did see that that we we featured two two musicians like that. This well, actually, we had three. We had Colton Ford, ex porn star who's now recording music, well, has been recording music for a while, has a new album out. And then also we, we uh, did an interview with Fault Lines, which is kind of like a country folk uh, duo. Uh, really cool, right? great music. If you go to, to, to uh, uh, YouTube, you could check out some of their videos. They're really, really good. Um, something else that we did was uh, we tried to look at some of the background and some of the things that are happening in the LGBT news headlines uh, and some standouts for that, you know, Canada banned convergent therapy this year. So, so, so some good things have happened. Yeah. Um, you know, Costa Rica had their first uh, gay uh, marriages uh, conducted in, in Costa Rica. The Pope acknowledged uh, that, uh, that civil union should be acknowledged, should be recognized within right. same sex unions. Uh, so, so there was a lot of things. And one that really struck me as well is, is in Peru, uh, one of the largest LGBT cl clubs, the gay clubs, converted their club because they couldn't have people coming and dancing. They converted it into a market selling food. Oh, wow. So, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's really, really fun and really, you know, how they do that. You know, how they're able to, to again, persevere above the, the whole fray. Um, and that helps me segue to something a little bit sadder, which is some of the clubs that have closed due oh, yeah. to this and then are not reopening. Some of the iconic clubs like Rage in West Hollywood and, and yeah. Gold Coast and Badlands in San Francisco and the Parliament House in Orlando. I, I, I just featured, I think, maybe 16, 17 of these clubs, but I could have done a whole issue on them. As many. Are these all clubs that are not going to reopen? Right. Exactly. Right. After 20, 30 years. I guess I didn't read into that. Even yeah. the Parliament House? Yeah, that's going to be bulldozed. Yeah. Yeah, I um, um, is such a part of my beginnings. Yeah, yeah my, my, my nephew went uh, and his partner went to uh, their last day and he, he called me and he said, oh, it was so, so sad. But we celebrated because we've been there and, you know, it, it was just it was just kind of sad, obviously. And a lot, I mean, because they're iconic. A lot of us yeah. been to several of them. A lot of us did crazy things in some of them. I have a couple stories from the Gold Coast that I really <laughs> want to share right now. Um, You've agreed not dancing. to share any of those stories. Yeah. One was dancing on a on table, dancing on a table and doing something stupid. But, uh, you know, the, 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 all that is part of what we grew, kind of grew up on. That's our Yeah, practice, yeah. Kind of We're getting short on time. I want to give Dr. Laura Rush another second. Something else that you want to make sure we know about? I, I mentioned it on social media. I'm going to mention it here. Please, please, please wash your masks. I see some people walking around with some manky looking masks that I'm like, yeah. you know, it's like your underwear, you're breathing into it all day. Yeah. So please wash them. I've, I've had patients come in. I've seen my friends walking around. There's, yeah, there's, you know, coffee stains, makeup on it. I was like, you got it. You <laughs> so do have to wash your, I don't know how you miss it because after a couple of times, it smells wonky. Like It does. 
It does. Yeah. But you know what I people mean, do? They leave it in their car. They put yeah. it on. They go in and out of their things yeah. and they leave it in their car. Yeah. You drive around. You see them all. You know they used to be Me hanging too. like air fresheners. Now we're seeing masks. I have like six masks, masks hanging from my rear mirror. I know. I yeah. Maybe you we know, should patent a mask freshener. Well, I actually got a great no. gift from my sister for my birthday, and it's one of those um, UV light trays for your phone. But it actually there's a, there's a little place where you pour in um, uh, essential oils, and it also freshens up masks. Yeah, and I don't it, want it, my it mask comes scented up. either. Oh, but it, I mean, it's very light. You don't have to use that part of it. You can either hit right. the light only, or the smell only, or both. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're wearing a cloth mask, throw it in the laundry when you take Perfect. off your bra. Perfect. Put yep. the mask in there with it. And I always put my bra in with my mask. Me too. Me too. And my jock strap. Oh, my God. And nipple clamps, everything's got to go in the wash. So. <laughs> but you would think that people have more than one mask, you know? Most of us well, do. They, you yeah. know, I have, you know, I have used the surgical masks. So yeah. Yeah. I go through yeah. five, seven a day. You yeah, know, depending on how many patients I'm seeing. But I recommend Ursula the Sea Witch. Uh, oh. But this one has like... I a new one too. What do you got, oh, babe? Hold it. Let me get mine. Oh, you got a oh, Rudolph yeah. nose on yours. Hey, that's oh, fun. God, that's so cute. Oh, <laughs> perfect. That's awesome. And, and Brad has the serious one. Yes. Oh, no, it has a duck on it. Oh, oh. that. Oh, it has oh, a Gay no, Desert Guide logo. I thought it was a duck. Branding. <laughs> I love it. John has a glitz. Duck. I have humor. Brad yeah. has business. Yeah. My branding. Branding. Yeah. It's so good. Thank you so much to you guys Thanks, for everybody. being here with us for the craziness yep. again. We love you. Stay safe. Wash right. your hands. Wash your mask. Yes. Wash your masks. Bye. Wash your hands. Take care. Happy New Year. Have a great holiday. Safe holidays. Next on the show, we have Dr. Jill Gover, who's a clinical psychologist specializing in addiction, anxiety, depression, aging, chronic pain, HIV, and LGBT issues. Wow. That is a lot to manage. For nine years, she was the director of mental health services at the LGBT Center here in PS. And for the past year and a half, she's been in charge of behavioral health, the behavioral health clinic at the Desert AIDS Project, ensuring LGBT and culturally competent mental health services for our Palm Springs community. Welcome, Dr. Gover. Thank you so much for having me. It's nice to see you. <laughs> With all of that that you have to do, you have your work cut out for you during this pandemic. Oh, my gosh. You're still smiling. Oh, always, because I love what I do. This is the toughest time of year for a lot of people when it comes to mental health, the holidays. But then you throw in the pandemic and the isolation, and you have some tips for us on how we can get through. How? Tell us. <laughs> so In part. I'm going to launch into um, a couple of ideas that I have that I hope will help folks cope with the holidays, particularly in this very trying time in this season. It's really important to acknowledge your feelings. Um, it's really normal to feel sad if you can't be with loved ones this year, and obviously many of us can't. Um, and um, it's important to express those sad feelings because if you don't express them, they stay bottled up inside you. And if you try to be stoic about it and say everything's fine, everything's fine, it's going to seep out in other ways that may be harmful to you. So don't pretend to be happy just because it's the holiday season. Um, it's okay to acknowledge that there's some sadness here as well. Okay. Is it okay to swing wildly between expressing sad feelings and crazy hysteria? 
well, not crazy hysteria necessarily. <laughs> oh, well then but, I'm out. But but definitely we swing. We all swing normally from feeling good and feeling happy and feeling excited about the holiday season and swinging back to feeling a little sad, a little bit bittersweet this year, right? Yeah. And and I just want to say that you know for for many LGBTQ plus folks. Um, the holiday season is is a trying time. It's a difficult time, especially yeah. if you're estranged from biological family. Um, and many of us choose um, chosen family, and yeah. we we can't be with our chosen family either this year. So for many of us, that's that's very very difficult. Um, and I also want to add that. We're in the, the darker part of, of the year. Um, the days are darker earlier, um, and that can cause what is often referred to as seasonal affective disorder. So the, these symptoms can heighten during an isolated period. So celebrating the holidays this year is going to look really different than it has in the past. And due to social isolation and stress and a lot of uncertainty around the pandemic, it's a difficult time. So, I'm going to give a tip for anybody that, that wants to get cheered up. Wake up early and see the sunrises that we have oh, in the last beautiful. few days. Yes. Wow. Yes. And it's so important to get as much light as you can, right? So to get up early and be in the daylight and be outside when it's so beautiful out, that's really, really helpful. That's a good tip. It's a good strategy for getting through the holiday season and improving your mood. Okay. You know, Jill, we, we saw you at the, I, I saw you because I was participating in the HIV uh, and aging conference. Mm -hmm. And these tips, um, when I saw these on the screen that day for the conference, I knew we had to have you on because there's some really concrete things here that um, I thought would be especially poignant during the holidays. And so talking yeah. through all of this is great. You had some great tips for um, uh, how we can celebrate, how we can get together in new and different ways as well. Yes, absolutely. And, and I want to encourage people, and I think I mentioned this um, um, earlier, it's that um, I want to encourage people to reach out and yeah. uh, consider volunteering because uh, when we help others, we also help ourselves. So yeah. uh, that's a very win-win kind of situation. Mm -hmm for people who want to do that. It's also a great idea to text or call or video chat with friends and family yes. and to you know think about somebody else who might be isolated um, and perhaps lonely this season and uh, make a connection to somebody else. It will make you feel good. It will certainly make the other person feel good as yeah. well. It's important this season to be realistic. We need to let go of our previous expectations the holidays don't have to be perfect, uh, and it's okay to change the annual ritual um, in order to reduce stress. And uh, I also think it's very important to recognize that the new normal is not the same as the old normal. So this year things will be different, and that's okay. That's okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I gotta say that word, that term, new normal, really ticks me off. I'm tired of hearing it and pivot and all of those other things. <laughs> Express your anger about that, I find Jan. denial is so very important for me. Is that not good? 
<laughs> um, denial is not good, Shan, but I don't think that's what you're doing. I think you're just expressing your feelings of discontent, which is absolutely normal and, ha and healthy. Um, and, and I think I got a different PowerPoint. I'm not sure. <laughs> Serenity now! That's right. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I mean, this new normal, we hope, is not um, forever. Um, yeah, because yeah. Not, it doesn't feel as good as, as what we have been used to. Um, but uh, I also think we have to accept reality. So that's what I yep. mean by being realistic. Yep. Okay. Okay. so high that it's just impossible to reach it. So, uh, so another strategy for coping with the holidays this year is to stick to a budget. Uh, and uh, I'm going to suggest a few alternatives to spending tons of money because you feel like you have to compensate for feeling guilty because you can't be with the ones you love. Uh, yeah. Instead, perhaps think about donating to a charity or a nonprofit. Nonprofits really need our support right now, and that would be such a lovely win-win to uh, give uh, money in that way. Um, mm. Think about making homemade gifts um, that aren't as expensive. Do a family exchange so that you buy one thing rather than trying to buy presents for everybody in, in your large family uh, system, uh, whether it's biological family or chosen family. Think about doing things in a way that reduces your stress and also uh, manages your budget so that you're not stressing about finances as a result of overspending during the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Another tip that I think is really important is to plan ahead. Uh, decide how you want to spend this holiday. And if you are going to be alone this year, plan your day to do something special. Uh, and it may be setting up a structured time to uh, Zoom visit with loved ones. Uh, it may be taking a hike. It may be watching the sunset. It may be making a special meal. But think about how you want to spend the holidays so that it doesn't just creep up on you and suddenly you wake up and you feel bereft of anything. Yeah. That's right? helpful. Um, and then the other thing I want to say is learn to say no. It's so important to set limits uh, and don't feel that you have to say yes to everything until you feel overwhelmed. Um, set boundaries. Stay away from people, places, and things that are not emotionally or physically safe for you. And then my last little tips are um, to not abandon your healthy habits. It's still really important right now to get plenty of sleep, to maintain a regular exercise routine, and to eat well. Uh, we need to fortify our immune system uh, during this pandemic. So don't um, forfeit what you've been doing all along to stay healthy. And, and take a break. Create enough time for self-care. So make sure mm. that you have put into your day-to-day -day structure some downtime. Take a walk, listen to some soothing music, do a guided imagery relaxation, read a fun book, take a bath, play with your pet, meditate, do yoga. Do whatever nurtures you and rejuvenates you and refills you, uh, nourishes you. Mm. I think that's very important this season. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. We needed a little bit of positive perspective, an approach, a plan, a method. 
any reach around to get at a little extra frolic in the day. And we always appreciate you being able to help out with that. And Jill, one other, one last thing. If people are in need of services, the Desert AIDS Project, how do they get in touch? How do they get into the system and get some assistance? Uh, they can go to the website, um, which okay. is project.org, and it will tell them exactly where to go to um, get services. Great. Thank you. One call. Right. Dr. Gover, keeping the Coachella Valley on an even keel. We thank you. Absolutely. Next, we have Carly, who is somebody who is different for us. She's somebody under 100 years old who still has the will to live. We're super excited to have <laughs> our first youth interview. She's currently attending uh, Cal State San, San Bernardino in pursuit of a bachelor's degree in psychology with a minor in gender and sexuality studies. She plans to graduate in the upcoming spring semester before taking a gap year, smart, trying to avoid COVID and prepare for her graduate program. Prior to the pandemic, Carly was actively, actively involved in campus LGBTQ stuff and she volunteers with lots of organizations around the Valley. Wow, I'm breathless. Thank you, Carly Jacobs, for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about how you're managing school and life and all of that right now. It's a really good question. A lot of the time, I don't even really know. Um, none of us really wanted to do school like this. If we did, we would have chosen an online school. So a lot of it is just kind of adapting. Um, luckily for me, when this first started during quarantine, it was during my shift from the quarter system. So I didn't have to switch right in the middle of classes. I was able to finish out my winter quarter and then start spring quarter online. So I was very fortunate mm -hmm. in the event that things didn't get switched up on me right in the middle of a class. That being said, it's still interesting watching professors navigate the new format that they're now being required to teach us. I will say the majority of professors are very flexible and understanding and want to support us. There are a few sticklers that don't really, they want to keep their class a challenge, which I definitely understand during the nature of a college program. Um, unfortunately, sometimes that means kind of having unrealistic expectations. That's hard for students. Like what? It kind of maybe like if you don't have proper technology, if you can't go and pick up proper technology, they'll expect you to be able to do certain things that mm. you don't have the previous skills to. Um, kind of Group presentations I've seen a lot as well, which you think it would be easy given the availability of Zoom, but then you also have to factor in a lot of students work nowadays, including myself, including the other people that I've been set to yeah. with. And it's like, you have to understand the dynamic that you're dealing with. If you have a class that is supposed to be set now online where there's not a specific class time to meet, students don't have specific times in their schedules to give to you or to give to other students to meet up as well. So I don't understand. So your class isn't at the time that it was always at? Um, some it's it's interesting how some of them have shifted some professors ones that i really enjoy are still deciding to do lectures and they have specific zoom times other professors have opted out of that which it can go either ways um mm. classes are said to either be synchronous where students meet together do work together etc or asynchronous where it's more like an online format you do the work at your own pace at your own time i've had really good asynchronous and synchronous classes. It really just depends on the professor, what the professor wants to do in order to help, how they organize the class, et cetera. 
Um, I, I can go on and on about the little individual discrepancies that I've experienced, but overall, I will say that I've had a pleasant experience. Um, I'm very lucky in the event that, not that COVID's a good thing by any means, but about a year ago, I was in a place where I was wondering whether or not I would have to quit my job in order to finish my degree. And now because of the shift to online classes, I'm able to still continue my job and work while still doing these classes online. Yeah. I hope that's yeah, a right? silver I hope, lining. Yeah, yeah I it's, hope that's beneficial of- for me. <laughs> now I don't have to scrabble for money. <laughs> Carly, do you, do you actually absorb, understand, and assimilate this knowledge? This, you know, do you, are you getting it? It depends on the presentation. I have really good professors that do Zoom calls that you almost feel like you're actually in the classroom setting just by the nature of how good of a lecturer they are. Those classes, I find that I tend to absorb more because they're still trying, they're putting the effort in. And um, in some cases, I even noticed myself getting the information a little bit better because, for example, I had one professor who would actually record the class meetings and I could go back and watch them. beneficial for me too in the event that if I couldn't make it to class, rather than in just completely missing a lecture, I could now not only go back to watch it once, but I could watch it multiple times. So that's that's been really beneficial for me. But then again, I've had other professors that tell us read the book that's kind of outdated, learn information. I had, I took a women's class and our book was so outdated. It talked about how same sex marriage was still illegal. And it's, our teacher did nothing to correct that. I'm thankful that I at least just know that. So as far as like a class like that, for example, I have no clue if I even learned anything. Any of the information I got from that textbook could be wrong. And then my professor didn't lecture either. So it (laughs) It sounds like it's about engagement, really engaging you. Yes, yes. Um, I have another professor that does a excellent job in terms of engagement. Rather than do lectures or exams, our Zoom conferences are set in a discussion-based setting, not only with our entire class, but he also utilizes breakout rooms so that way we get the individual class discussion that we would have if we were in person. Now, I'm thankful that someone like him, for example, spent the time over summer to learn the different tools that he could utilize to make our class experience better. Again, not all professors are like that. And not all professors necessarily need to be like that as well. As I said, I've had lectures with 80 plus students in a Zoom call where I'm getting the information just as well as I would be in these discussions. Well, holy crap, you are one of the most impressive articulate young people that i've encountered you know on a zoom meeting so you're definitely engaging we want to have you come back yes we want to hear well and we want to hear because you've been dealing with safe schools i've come across you for a couple of years at the rainbow youth summit and so many other things and i know you've got your hands in that so promise like not not come back next year in a couple of weeks we'd love to have you back that will be next year yeah, it will. Oh, well, that'll be okay. Uh, you know what I mean? That will be next year. And, and as an old curmudgeon, I do have to say one thing. Young lady, gum, please. Oh, my <laughs> God, you are a curmudgeon. <laughs> thank you so much, Carly. We're going to have you back soon. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. I hope everyone has a great day. It was really Every interesting holiday. to hear what's going on. Thank you. Thanks, Carly. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Carly.
Alexander Rodriguez has now joined us. Alexander, you are writing for Metro Source Magazine and GED, and you're doing our fun and games department. Um, fun little uh, uh, game. Well, what do we have? We have a speed dating uh, Star Trek Star Trek uh, dating game coming up. You're doing it all, and you know <laughs> what? We have something in common. Oh. Uh, well, Brad, I think we have a lot more in common than you realize. <laughs> <laughs> However, we were both our podcast and your On the Rocks radio were both named as part of GED's top 10 Southern California podcasts for the year. Yes. I mean, we are the cool kids club. Let's just face we it. Are. I didn't even we know are. that. I didn't know yes, that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you got to keep in- up with us cool kids. <laughs> We're trying to keep up with you, Alexander. You're at the front of the pack. You're on so many different shows and writing for so many different uh, news medias and stuff. Tell us some of your hottest topics today. Uh, well, you know, well, I thought I would drop by, but with a little uh, like speed dating tips for our virtual speed dating. That's right. Um, because, you know, we know we all get a little nervous. And if it's your first time on a speed dating in person, but then in Zoom, then you have all the technical stuff. So oh, I just have no. a few tips on how to have an effective speed dating session. No Number one is clean your room. <laughs> so yes. many people forget that we see everything. So the overflowing trash can, uh, the dirty laundry, the mirror with, you know, speckle all over it or, or Christmas toys, shall we say? Like, just clean your room. <laughs> Put your best foot forward and remember we can see everything. That's a good one. Yeah. Also, pets. We we know we love pets, but when the pet jumps into the screen and then it's all about the pet, it's like, do you want to meet Banky? It's like, no, I don't want to meet Banky. I want to meet you. (laughs) Keep the pets out because then the whole conversation is about them and then your five minutes is up. So, right. No pets. But you can ask if you're a cat or dog person because that's very telling. It is. When When I see photos online and somebody's got a cat, I tend to like go, eh. Yeah. Well, we know cats are literally from the devil. It was uh, scientifically proven by yes. Trump and his, his administration. Science, science, science. Cats are from the devil. <laughs> Fake news. Um, and, <laughs> and also, you know, starting each session with, oh, how are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. How are you? And then that's the first like three minutes and you have two minutes. Don't ask like just superfluous kind of questions because this is speed dating. You know, well, if you... And yeah. that leads to, what do you want to have for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to have to dinner? I don't know. Right? Yeah, so yeah. that's a relationship. Exactly. No. All right. Yeah. Like, start in with full force. You know, get a, have a good icebreaker in your mind. Really good icebreakers are, you know, what are your top three favorite movies? What song changed your life? Because then you get a sense of what their sense of humor might be, uh, where in, like, entertainment they kind of are, and you get to know their personality in a fun, non-intrusive way. You don't want to be like, tell me about your ex, or when did you last break up? No, no. Oh, that was my number one rule. Don't mention uh, the don't ex. Don't mention your ex. God, Yes. No. Unless they're in the speed dating minutes. with you. It's yeah. five minutes. And what I find, too, is uh, people will ramble on for three and a half minutes. Like, no, make it a short answer and then ask the other person the question or a question. Keep yeah. them short and engaging. It's five minutes. It's, it, it goes by like that. Well, and that's exactly, and that leads into my final tip. And this is funny coming from me, but you have to listen as much as you're talking because it is mm-hmm. a give and take. Um, and like Shan, it's a it's a good uh, red flag indicator. This person is talking the whole time. It's like, that's what your first date's going to be like. And nobody yeah. wants a talker in the bedroom. You know, it's like, can, can you hush up? 
This is not Enough the Oprah show. Me. Let me yeah. ask you what you think of me. <laughs> That's exactly what do you think of my outfit? <laughs> but let's all yeah, but let's all pretend that we're first in the speed dating. It's give and take, give and take, give and take. Um, and then you have a fun conversation and you'll walk away at least with a new friend, if nothing else. It and is the amazing date and time and place for this is, do you have your date in front of you, uh, Alexander? What's our date for this one? Uh, well, we have a few. So we have uh, we have a few coming up. We actually, because we have our, our general all ages, and then we have our bear, our bear bow tie brunch where you can be a dapper bear. And you know, yes. they do make leather bow ties too, by the way. I know. And then we, and then we have our Star Trek speed dating. Um, so you could just go to gaydesertguide.com slash events and, um, and they're all there. But we have a few different choices. I think uh, I, I want to go in with no picture with a blank screen and just watch the bear brunch. Well, we could, I, I mean, we could do that. Yeah, we would love to have you. I mean, you're an honorary lady bear. And truth be told, <laughs> Shan, I would probably want to date you over most people at this point. <laughs> I've been on so, my share of dating games with Atlantis when I'm on the other side. And why do they pick me? I don't know. <laughs> well, and Shan, you're doing the lesbian potluck. That is on the 31st of January. Bowties and it, Bears is on the 24th of January. Actually, the potluck is not lesbian in any way. It's not gender and or sexual preference related. Everybody's welcome. It's called the Gossipy Potluck and Recipe Swap. Ooh. And we're going to be swapping uh, recipes on I'll the- I'll change the name on my calendar right now. Please do. I'll bring the napkins. So much tofu you can eat. <laughs> I'm going to bring ice. I know how to make ice. See, Good ice job. and napkins. Like John and I know how to do it. It's like every potluck you invite me to, I'm bringing myself a bottle of liquor. I love when I bring a bottle of liquor, and they're like, "Oh, thank you." Put it on the table. I'm like, "No, no, this is I'm not the table." Yeah, it's for. Give a straw. <laughs> 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 Happy holidays, Alexander. Thanks for Happy joining holidays. us today. We'll see you on The Rocks Radio. We now have that on the Gay Desert Guide Facebook page every Tuesday. And, yes. uh, and we'll be collaborating and corroborating and, um, and, uh, and, uh, and, and uh, prancing and dancing throughout the holiday season. All right. Happy holidays, guys. Hope to see you in person, hopefully by 2028. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Thank you for that. Really, I love you guys. Happy Hanukkah, yeah. too. Happy Hanukkah too. today. Well, it's been quite a show this week, and we've got the happenings for everything virtually, because pretty much we're in lockdown these days, at gaydesertguide.com. Uh, I do a blog on Mondays and Thursdays that also becomes our email newsletter to the Oasis Insiders. We invite you to subscribe and get our newsletter every Thursday go to gaydesertguide.com, where you will find out about these fun events, including uh, K-Gay is doing their naughty and nice extravaganza. And tomorrow, Friday, the 11th of December, as we record this on Thursday, Keisha D and friends on Saturday, December 12th, Divas on the dance floor. Sunday, the 13th, uh, Christine W and friends. And on Friday, December 18th, a very Ethel Christmas. Aww. That must be Ethel. Is that a Felina can, I'm guessing? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm guessing it is. It is an Ethel Merman. 
No, it is not. No, she is, uh, her ship has sailed, so to speak. LGBTQ Broadway and the incredible contribution of gays to Broadway is a Sunday event that we're hosting with the men event. These are wonderful. You get professionals that are doing these virtual tours of, you know, everything from museums. And this one happens to be known uh, to be on the theater district. And uh, there's lots of great things happening there. Um, Cinema Diverse Holiday's Movie Under the Stars is happening on Friday night at the Palm Springs Cultural Center. We would also be remiss if we didn't mention that uh, the Mary Pickford is doing drive-in movies. Wild Lights, unfortunately, at the Living Zoo did have to cancel. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep the lights going maybe into 2021, so we're looking at maybe that would be happening. Palm Springs Gay Men's Chorus. Their holiday gift drive has had to be postponed, but they are doing their holiday concert, and that's all the details on Gay Desert Guide there. You can help out by uh, contributing to the food bank at the center. Um, they do that every Thursday from 5 to 7. If you need food, you can also get it there. But there are curbside drop-off hours from 5 to 7 on Thursday. Stonewall Democrats meeting next week. Lots of virtual events at the LGBTQ Center. And I would want to make uh, mention of our hot deal of the week. Dickie's Barbecue Pit in Rancho Mirage. We just Oof. got food from them this last weekend. It was delish. Yeah, that's now, good. here's a great special. A $25 gift card, 50% off, just $12.50. You can find that on the hot deals section of gaydesertguide.com. And again, support local businesses, local restaurants, do whatever you can to help everyone get through uh, these last through few weeks of the year and into 2021. Those people at Dickie's were awesome. Remember, Shan, we yeah. brought the, um, the barbecue to the Eisenhower. No, I'm sorry. Uh, we Kaiser. Brought a, Kaiser, nice. Kaiser, yes. Yeah, in Rancho Mirage. That's Dr. Rush yeah. and her team at Kaiser out there. It was great. You got my mouth watering for some Dickie's. I'm going to go get that coupon before you sold out of them. All yeah. right. Maybe I'll give one in your stocking this year. Mm, that'd be good. Thank okay. you so much to everybody for playing with us today. We had a really packed show. I hope we get it down to a tight, really exciting run for you. And thanks to John Taylor for pulling it all together and Brad for making it work. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye. For info on this week's topics, go to GayDesertGuide.com and join the Oasis Insiders Club. Each week, you'll get the Gay Desert Guide This Week in I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter with news, community events, and hot deals. I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, Shan Carr, and Brad Furr. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Listen on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts. <laughs>